Hey everyone, it's Carl. Before we get started, I want to let you know that I have a new podcast out called Alchemix Bar Diaries, where I tell you my thoughts that go through my brain about bartending techniques, theory, and anything to do related to the bartending world. We just started. I would love to have you come over, take a listen. The link for it is in the description of any podcast player you're listening to this to. And yeah, go check it out. Now let's get the show started. Everyone in the service industry has a story. Crazy customers, wild orders, and WTF moments. Do you want to start a tab? The podcast here to bring you those tales from behind the bar. My name is Carl. I've been bartending for 11 years and I have some stories to share. <laughs> I'm Riley. I have about a year of total bartending experience, but I have a lot more experience observing other stories. Yes, you do. I don't know where I was going with that, but... Yes, you do. Yeah. <laughs> That's I, it. I'm like that. I'm like that woman who was like, I just, I just like to watch you make drinks. Mm-hmm. I get that all the time. I know, which is why I said, <laughs> but it is very fun to watch you and your cohorts work. Yeah, I don't know why, but it is interesting. It's, it's wild. It's like watching puzzles get put together and you have no idea what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> Except for I do have all of the ideas <laughs> about what's happening. <laughs> so yeah, what we do here on this podcast is re- is we read stories off the internet, usually Reddit, but sometimes we have some other websites we gather stories from, hint, hint, foreshadowing. Oh. And, and uh, we read them, give you our feedback, and we say who the asshole was. If there was a hero, we say there's a hero, and then we rate the story of one to five, one being an average bartender story, and five being a unique situation that you just don't ever, hardly ever hear. I said hardly a lot there. Yeah. Five being a story that's very unique that you just don't hear about in the bartending world. Right. Like the either the response or what happened was mm-hmm. rare. Right. Exactly. So, yeah, that's what we do. And we also drink some things on this podcast because we are a bartender podcast. Yes. And I am drinking uh, old-fashioned caramel popcorn. Right? Caramel, no, corn. caramel corn old-fashioned? Caramel corn old-fashioned. That's correct. So, you take... You brown some butter, add it to some bourbon, infuse that. Take some Angostura bitters, infuse it with pecans and coffee, espresso beans, infuse that, and then make an old-fashioned with some Demerara syrup, and you have this tasty little treat. Yes. And what are you drinking, Miss Riley? I made a concoction. Okay. It is jasmine green tea with Suntory Roku gin and a little bit of raspberry syrup and a little bit of lemon juice. It's pretty delicious. It's delicious. It's a nice little little hot toddy. Yes. Kind of, I mean, riff on a hot toddy, right? Because you're using tea and gin. So. Yep. Yeah. It's and uh, it would probably be really good cold. Yes, it would be. Make a, make a jasmine green tea syrup mm-hmm. with raspberry. Might have to put that on the menu. Not this menu, our menu. <laughs> so, yeah. So, what we're going to do is we have two stories today. Riley has a nice, short, spicy one. Yep. And I kind of have a longer two-parter that is interesting a unique take on a situation so Uh, riley would you like to get us started today i would this was posted five years ago from how neat is that 93 okay on the malicious compliance subreddit and if you're unfamiliar Mm -hmm. and if you're unfamiliar with malicious compliance it is people conforming to the letter but not the spirit of a request that's their tagline but it's basically like somebody tells you to do something so you do exactly that nothing more nothing less even if it's even if you think it's dumb 
There's so many fucking subreddits in Reddit, and they're all <laughs> interesting, and unique. I am, I am here for malicious compliance. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the the lady with the egg the other day. Yeah, she. Uh, we were busy. She comes up to my bar, or she comes up to my station, and she asks, literally, "What is an egg?" And my response is, "It comes out of a chicken, and a lot of people eat it for breakfast." <laughs> She goes, that's not what I meant. I go, but that's what you asked. And I can only answer the questions that you specifically asked me. Right. Because she saw egg in the menu. And she just wanted to know what was the reason for the egg in the drink. Right. Which I knew that's what she meant. But, you know. Right. Hello, my name is Carl. <laughs> I'm an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this is titled Prom Bartender, Ooh. which already is shocking. I don't know where we're going from here because why do why is there a bartender at prom? Right. This happened years back. I went to prom with one of my best friends who really got off on saying and doing stupid things just for the fun of it. So this guy's already the asshole. Mm -hmm. For example, he wore a powder blue tuxedo to prom, mainly just to piss me off. Absolutely an asshole. Uh, Dumb and Dumber must be one of his favorite movies. For sure. Stupid stuff. During the dance, we were all at the bar ordering drinks. Only sodas were served as we live in the States. My date. When it was our turn to order, asked very loudly to the very clearly fed up bartender for the strongest thing he's got, as if he had just made the funniest joke ever. Without hesitating, the bartender took out a beer glass, filled it entirely with grenadine, and served it to my date with a straight face. My date, now totally deflated, took the glass and walked away, totally unable to come back with a witty retort. Bartender, wherever you are, you are my hero. That is awesome. (laughs) That is just gold. <laughs> like, can you imagine just walk and just like looking at this glass of sugar syrup <laughs> and, and walking away? This kid had his tail between his legs. All right. <laughs> he was tired. Good play, sir. Good play. <laughs> Good on yeah. Yeah, I mean, that bartender, I mean, like it would have been awesome if you just straight faced it, did it all too. You know, he did. Like, That's what he said. You know, no, I'm saying like that he did it. I'm sorry, not oh, yeah. if he did it, but that he did it, right? He just poured it out, yeah. just looked at him, just oh, I'm sure dead, he did. stared at him the entire time. Because you know this bartender is done. He's oh, had this God. joke asked 50 times already, yeah. or he's been asked for booze of some nature mm-hmm. 5 billion times because can teenagers I get a dir- are assholes. Can I get a dirty martini? <laughs> <laughs> Kid, if you had a fucking dirty martini, you'd be fucking on the floor right now. <laughs> So if you don't under if you're not from the United States, and I'm not sure how it is in other countries, prom is a is the last two years of high school, and it's a dance, it's a formal dance. People get dressed up. Sometimes it's held at the high school. Sometimes it's not. I'm going. To, we're going to assume this one's not held at the high school. So the staff. Right. Of it was the probably event, an event center or right. something that the school rented out. And some poor schmuck, the guy who pissed off his boss, the bartender, <laughs> had to work that <laughs> night. Had to work that night. <laughs> All right, Bob, you know, you were late the last three times. You got bartending duty at... Uh, at prom. At prom. <laughs> Fuck. God damn it. <laughs> Shouldn't have smoked those joints before I came. <laughs> but, you know, you can get tipped either, right? What kid has a dollar, like, five bucks on him? Right. right. You know that they had to have the grat built into that one. Yeah. So, yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> I never. I was like, you know, the friend. I would just been laughing the entire time. <laughs> yeah, but that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, I guess we call the kid the asshole, right? Absolutely. You know, I mean, yes, all teenagers are assholes, but he this is, guy, you know, there's always that one that just mm-hmm. takes it above and beyond, and he appears to be that one. He is that one. <laughs> I wonder what this kid's doing with his life now. I know. 
why she's a bartender. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that that personality would very easily uh, funnel into mm-hmm. bartending. <laughs> yeah, I get that story too, because because uh, of the bartender just you know filling up the glass with grenadine and calling it a day. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a 2.5 just because of like the. <sighs> It's very hard to shut those kids up. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he was able to shut that kid up right. <laughs> gives it a little bit of a bump for me. Right, exactly. Good job, bartender. Yes. You are the hero of the story. Right. <laughs> if we can all strive to be like you. It is funny, though. A lot of people think they're just hilarious and have these jokes that like they think they thought of them for the first time. You know? Or, you know, my name is Carl. And so the whole... the. Good to see you, Carl. Have you heard of that before? No, man. In 42 years of my life, ever since Billy Madison's came out, I've never heard that. My, my favorite is Carl. That kills, kills. people, Carl. Right. See, I enjoy that one because <laughs> it's funny. If you have a better story. Then go to our subreddit, Do You Want to Start a Tab? Link is in the description of any platform that you're listening to this and leave it. Or if you're not comfortable with Reddit, go to our Facebook, Instagram, or TikTok and DM us a story. Yes. Because more stories, the better. And even, so, if, even if you don't feel like your story is better, if you think right. you have an interesting story that you would like to share with the world, we would love to hear it. Yeah. Like even if you think it's like a one or two, perfectly fine because those stories are just still fun to talk about. Right. Because the people who work in the industry are going to appreciate that story more than a five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like a like a four or five story is going to probably come from a specific bartender with some crazy yeah. situation. But then like the ones and twos are coming from people who have experienced things mm-hmm. and every bartender is going to be like, oh. Oh, yes, I've been there. Right. So this is this is absolutely a uh, a, a commiserate. Right. We're gonna even, yeah. Yeah. Even if it's like hospitality, right? Like a server did something that was crazy. We'll take those stories too, because this is. Right. I mean, it's all hospitality. We all most bartenders were a server, or servers have been bartenders. So yeah, there's a lot of overlap. Right. So yeah. That's Please. how I got into the little bartending I did mm-hmm. was serving, and then we the bartender didn't show up. Yeah. Exactly. So and again, it's the internet, so you can. Log in as whatever username you want right. and delete that user after you leave the story. Right. No one's ever going to know. My story has some backstory before we read into it. In 2011, Goose Island was being purchased by, I believe, InBev. And InBev is a huge... It's a At this point, it's like a mega corporation of beer brewers. Yes. And other alcohol. They own Anheuser-Busch mm-hmm. and then pretty much every other... They own most of it. Yeah, so. pretty much every other beer that you know the name of. Right. And so I was actually, it's funny. It's like, I remember when this happened because I kind of started bartending only like two years prior. So this was like huge news because we live in Dubuque, Iowa, and Goose Island is from Chicago. And so I just remember a lot of people were pissed about it, you know, and stuff like that. But right, you know because what? Because it sucks to see the, the little guys fall to the big guy. Right. But everyone has a price. And if someone offered you millions, millions of dollars to buy out your little company, you're going to say, Yes, please. Come again. <laughs> you know. Most of the time, yeah. So, okay. So that's a prior backstory. Now, what happened was three weeks prior to the final closing of a sale like this, because this takes months for something like this magnitude to happen, right? There's right. a lot of lawyers, lawyers and paperwork yep. and whatever like that. And so Greg Hall at the time was the brewmaster of Goose Island. And him and some friends went out for a birthday party, I believe, to Bangers and Lace in Chicago. Wicker Park, specifically. In I Wicker think. Park, yep. And so they were having, you know, a night. And 
Greg ends up peeing in two different pint glasses that night out in in the bar area for everyone to see and just something you just don't do. The bartender at the time, Maddie Ingleston, had to clean it up and deal with it. And so then what happened was, I don't know how long, it was a couple days, a couple weeks, Greg Hall, the brewer who did the peeing, wrote an apology note to the bar to apologize for his actions. Okay, that seems fair that because seems- you... You work in the industry. You mm. you know you got you literally pissed up. drunk. You fucked up and you you apologized. Right. You know, and so like that. So what Maddie decides to do is take that apology note and send it to the Chicago Tribune to have a story written about it. I don't know what the reasoning behind it is. Is it because he's trying to fuck this deal so, so but they don't get bought out or he's just that fed be, up? Uh, that would be way too, like, vindictive. Like, why would this bartender at this one bar have enough like mm-hmm. wherewithal or like the, a purpose right. to do that. Yeah. It means he's holding, he really likes goose Island, but like still, yeah. I mean, he's holding on to this for weeks, right? Like it's, it's, it's which I like, mean, which I mean it is, it is fair because like if somebody were to piss in a pint glass mm-hmm. twice, well, I was on my shift and I had to deal with that. I would be pissed. Right. But also I would stop serving them after the first time. Right. I mean, maybe <laughs> it was just back to back though. I don't know. Maybe. So, so then what happened is there's this website where we got this story from called beerandwhiskeybros.com. They wrote a story about all of this. Okay. About the the bartender and the brewer and all this other stuff. They had someone comment on the story. And what we're going to read is the comment of the story and go from there and just talk about the whole situation. Okay. Does that make sense? Yes. So basically the story was written after, obviously after it went to the Tribune, Tribune, Mm -hmm. then other people wrote stories about it. Specifically, this website had a blog about it. Right. And then a guy named Bob Bob commented on the blog post that this website wrote. Exactly. Okay. What Greg Hall, that's the brewer. What Greg Hall did is dis- despicable. Yes. I attended bar in college and at night to pay for my master's degree, and this may be the worst act I've ever heard of. That said, I also know that I have never received a legitimate apology, not for the time some clown smeared excrement on the bathroom wall, not for the imbecile who smashed a glass across my forehead for cutting him off that seems worse that's yeah that's yeah those two stories are worse than that yeah like i'm sorry being like somebody peeing in a glass in front of me is less aggressive to me than somebody hitting me in the head with a glass right anyway not from the clown who slashed my tires when i stepped between him and his girlfriend so that he didn't land a punch on his girlfriend and go to jail never not one apology when i read the brewmaster apologize i thought this was a first When I read the apology, saw how heartfelt it was, I was really taken aback. It sounded like his celebration was more of a memorial, a forced play by a major buyer, and he got out of hand and truly regretted it. The problem I have, though, is not his behavior in the end. He did apologize, earnestly, I might add. The problem is the code was broken by both parties. First, when you are in the business, respect your fellow bartender. Any mess including tearing off labels and leaving them on the bar is wrong. Urinating in a glass goes way too far. When the bartender decided to forward the apology to the Tribune and relay the whole story, my stomach dropped. Face it, people screw up. We have all seen it, and I know, reluctant as we may be to admit it, most of us have done it. 
Those who haven't are exempt, but it was a mistake. He admitted it. He apologized. He didn't lie and deny as every dirtbag I have encountered. He admitted it and apologized in, in a genuine, gracious way. Once again, no excuse for what happened. As things stand, however, I have a far higher opinion of the guy who sold his soul to Budweiser than the guy who sold his star to the Tribune. I used to stop here, the bar. I know all the time, and I know many of the bartenders. I have seen them do some pretty stupid things after hours. If Matty thinks he is right, I want him to know many of the loyal customers think otherwise. I will never go back there again, never brag about the place to out-of-town clients to draw them in and what I thought was my favorite place. Never leave $50 tips at Christmas and never bother them again. Wrong is wrong, but two wrongs don't make a right. They made me empathize with someone I should despise. There are better ways to seek revenge. When I get the apology, I would have just instantly emailed them back that I accepted. See you tonight. You're on dishes. Instead, this clown emails the Tribune. Done. Period. That's that's despicable. Like, he fucked up. Absolutely. But, like, why? Hmm. Huh. Why? Right. Like, what What are you trying to gain by emailing the Tribune this story? Are you trying to side rail this right. sale? Like, you think this one story is going to, like, well, I don't want to buy your company anymore. That's not going to do That's it. not going to happen. Side note, um, I Googled it really quick. Mm -hmm. It was Hall's 45th birthday. So it was his, <laughs> his birthday. birthday. And from what it looks like. What was the, how much was the sale of the company for? $39 million. And it's his family, right? He is. I have no idea. I think but um, either way, the the article said as Hall and his group began to leave, bartender Maddie Eggleston said he heard Hall tell his friends, "Don't drink that." So it's not like he it's not like he like whipped it out and did it right there. It was he must have like done it under the table or something, which right. was it's slightly better <laughs> to me. It's still bad, but it's slightly better than just being like pissed drunk, like yeah. standing up wherever i will say this bob has some pretty fucked up uh notions of what he thinks bad is like peeing in a glass out there on the bar floor or smearing shit on a wall or getting I your tires slashed like i dude, feel like those are worse yeah i don't <laughs> i could deal with pee right like right. whatever you put some gloves on clean it up whatever right, right. it's mostly water right shit is gross the and like like you can yeah there's there's more Bacteria, pathogens. disease, pathogens. Yeah, just yes. yeah. And then someone slash your tires. That's cost you a couple hundred bucks. Yeah. And you got punched out by a guy because you stepped in front of his girlfriend. I mean, good job for that. But like, man, where the fuck did you bartend at? That right. was crazy too. I think you were just. He was probably so in tune into his bar and like, oh, this is just everyday life. And then here's just one story that never happened in his bar. He thinks it's right. just way worse. Right. That's a five for him, but it's not for anybody else. Right. Like <laughs> you live fives every fucking day. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I mean, I assume we're talking about bartender code here, where it's like, hey, an unwritten rule yeah. where you just kind of don't, you just. The first unwritten rule that we can talk about is, if you work in the industry, don't do stupid shit. Right, and I get that. Right, like the whole tearing up beer labels thing—that's super annoying. Like, who the f like, just put it in the bottle and you're done. I, I get annoyed by that, but. Right. It's usually just by a guest who's drunk and they have some sort of... Like, they need to do something with their hands. Right. It's a fidget. It's a fidget. But yeah, bartenders, when you go places, it's like when we go places, you stack the dishes up, you pre-bust for them, you know, you bring right. the glasses back up to the bar, you know, and stuff like that. I get all that. But 
Yeah, don't rat out fucking people, man. Well, that, well that's, the, that's the other code is like... Bitches get stitches. Snitches. Snitches get Yeah. I mean, yeah. Don't run to the press because somebody did something that hurt your feelings. Right. Or made you feel disgusted. Like, pe- people are disgusting every day. Right. And as far as I'm concerned, urine is probably one of the least disgusting things people can do. Right. I would rather deal with urine than vomit. Yep. I would rather deal with urine than feces or blood. Yep. Absolutely. I would rather deal with urine than people sp- spilling ketchup places. Right. Because it's easy to clean. And all you got to do is spray some bleach down. This is, it's, like I said, this is like, this is kind of interesting take because of just like, there's a lot of moving parts here and there, you know? Right. And stuff like that. So I am not giving Greg Hall a pass here like that hall pass <laughs> and uh about well, he did but you know he's turning 45 it was his birthday his he was birthday hammered and hammered but he's about to make a shit ton of money so it's like right it, i'm not i'm not saying it's okay to do it but if you know you're about to make a shit ton of money you're going balls to the wall you're going balls to the wall and you don't give a fuck right i mean I well think. i mean you to you get to the point where you don't give a fuck because right. you're drinking so much right and like obviously, yeah, no pass. Like you shouldn't be despicable in public. You shouldn't let your body functions go where they don't go. Mm-hmm. However, at least they were in a glass and not all over the floor. Right, that would have been that would have been shitty. All right, so for a rating for that story, I give it a four or five. A four point five. Four point five for somebody pissing in a bar. That's just I guess. That, there's so many complexities story, right? The yeah. Pissing in the bar. The apology note, then the story forward to the Tribune, and then it's publicly noted for it and for the timing of yeah. this all happening. There's, it's, it's a little piece of this, a little piece of that, a little piece of this. It all just kind of compo- uh, compounds. I'm going to give it a 4.3, yeah, because of the abysmal and atrocious attention-seeking behavior. Mm. That's, and the bartender behaved poorly. Mm-hmm. That's dumb. Regrets. All the letters. So, yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I just found this as an interesting story, you know, because I like I remember not I don't remember ever hearing this story. I just remember the sale of Goose Island. This to me feels like a 15 minutes of fame situation. And I hate that more than I hate. I know somebody who is in the news right now Mm -hmm. who is about to make a ton Mm -hmm. of money and they did something despicable. So now I am going to. Tell the entire press so I can get my name out there and and here's what here's what happened. So now everybody feels bad for me and now my name is in the papers too. Right, it's gross. If, I wonder if this Maddie guy still bartends because I, I mean this is twelve years ago now. Right, hey, I can't believe that. man. Fuck. That was a long time ago. That was a long time ago. But I think that be I think that behavior is worse. The attention seeking. Look, somebody did something mean and they're in, they're in the public eye. So I want to tell everybody about it. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. I, I think if the situation is worse, I don't know what worse would be, but like worse than this. And they didn't apologize and they, and they were a huge public figure in your city. And I'm not saying a brewer, like right. I'm saying like an official, like city hall person right. or whatever like that. And they did some fucked up shit and they didn't apologize. Somebody who stands on one platform and does the exact opposite. Right. Sure. Sure. Go but, to the press. But this is, you know, this is a fellow colleague. Right. Basically. I mean, brewer. Yeah bartender whatever same same field right right and he wrote you apology like, he apologized and he kept the mess pretty clean right as far as messes go yeah i'd i'd I, so i think <clears throat> i don't even think 
honestly, I don't even think Greg Hall was the asshole in this situation. I think he got drunk and did what drunk people do. And that's like, yeah, that's an asshole move, but it's not like malicious. Mm-mm. I think he just got too drunk. Mm-hmm. And I can, I can, if you've ever been out drinking, you've gotten too drunk. So you can empathize with that. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I definitely think Maddie is the asshole in this situation. He just, he just let his ego get in the way and of like being super vindictive. Yeah. He, 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 I think he was attention seeking. Yeah. So and he probably, gross. he probably thought it was going to bring light to the bar and help, you know, like, Oh, I feel sorry for you guys. Cause you guys had to deal with this. Like, no, you totally probably backfired and probably. you probably lost a lot of business and he, yeah, I don't know. And then also, like, I get Bob's whole write-up, you know, and stuff like that. I just think he's also skewed with yeah, what I think, he... Well, and I think Bob, like, I didn't like the last three paragraphs of that where it was like, I won't... Or I used to stop you all the time. Now I, I know many of the bartenders. That, that to me, reads like a Yelp review mm-hmm. where it's like, oh, I, the bartender was mean to me, so now I'm going to go bash them online. Right. Which also is attention-seeking. And yeah. You're going to let this one guy affect you not going from this business? I mean... Depending on what that guy did to me personally or like to something that I stand behind, I can understand choosing not to patronize that business. But then to publicly blast that business, just like Maddie did to Greg, Mm -hmm. like, how are you better? Yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I just kind of, I don't even know how the fuck I found this story. I don't know what I Googled and I'm like... (laughs) Beer P P bartender. Okay, let me read this story real quick. Right. You know, and I'm like, oh, this is this uh, is this is the definition of people being petty. Yeah, everyone everyone in this story. Everybody but Greg in the situation was petty. Right. So yeah, this is this is a lack of character. Like again, the only person in this story who had any semblance of character was Greg. He apologized. Yeah. Heartfelt, and I and from what I read, he sent them a case of beer <laughs> <laughs> to apologize, which to me is a good apology. Right. <laughs> like a heartfelt, you know a heartfelt letter. If you and hand an deliver that beer, we're gonna crack one open right now. And say, yeah, say, man. Yeah, uh, yeah, man. I'm a bartender. I get it. Things happen. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I remember I went at Bricks and we were still living in Cedar Rapids. I don't know if you and I were together yet, maybe. But I remember I was drunk one night and I took a glass from that because they had these really tall flute style pint glasses the heifer glasses mm-hmm. and i didn't have one of those at the house yet i'm like well i'm gonna take it with me and i took it with me and i woke up the next day i'm like fuck i took that glass <laughs> and then like two days later i came back and tim was working there and i'm like look dude i'm sorry but i, I took this glass. I your glass he's like thank you so much people steal these all the time you're the first person like to bring it back yeah. i'm like yeah i don't want it like i just i don't want this for you guys to be pissed off at me for the rest of my time here you they know? wouldn't have known but they wouldn't yeah. have known but i just felt bad and so i returned it and you know and he was fine with it well, yeah that yeah. the 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 guinness, the guinness glasses we have downstairs yeah are definitely taken from a pub in ireland <laughs> <laughs> sorry sorry not sorry but like when but, i got to the uk they were like hey if you need glasses just Take your pint glass, put it in your put it in your purse. That was like well, standard were, practice. Every every student at uni had pub pint glasses. Right, but you were told to do it, so well that's still not right. <laughs> I don't know. But fucking one place in Madison said steal this coffee cup and we actually asked to steal it and then we got a bunch <laughs> of shit for it. So Right. No, like we didn't get shit for it. We they literally gave us more merch mm-hmm. because we asked about it. Yep. So anyways. Okay. That's a that's a that's a, tangent. That's a tangent, but that's also a story for our um, Patreon. Yeah. 
One of these days, we'll tell that story. But if you want to hear other stories and help support the podcast, our Patreon for DD One Star Tab, it's just $3. We have bonus content with our guests and some stories that Riley and I are going to start sharing on there. For just some extra content and support, it's just $3. That's cheaper than a beer these days at Man. a bar. <laughs> Unless it's a Bud Light on happy hour. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> then you can get two. Then you can get two. <laughs> or you can support us once a month. So we yes. definitely appreciate that if you do that. And yeah, just uh, share this podcast with anyone that also helps us, help, helps us a lot, right? Yes. Because word of mouth is the biggest way to grow a podcast anymore. Yep. And also leaving us a review on whatever podcast platform you are. More reviews, more people interact with us. It helps the algorithms of whatever, whatever. You're rambling. I know. You're drunk. I'm not drunk. You're getting there. I'm not. So, yes, do all those things and stuff. And then don't remember. Don't remember. (laughs) And remember, don't be a dick. Tip your bartender and drink responsibly.